All right, Frankie, let me see the mics out. All right, go for it. Bring it in. What's up, everybody? Uh, Frankie Chinook again with another episode of No Father, No Problem. How you doing, bro? How's the heat? Doing good, man, and the uh, heat's getting better, dude. It's uh, temperature's dropping. Yes. Little by little, humidity's dropping. I'm able to uh, open up the windows at night. Do you do that where when it hits a certain temperature, you open up windows and get the fans going? Oh, not yet, man. No. It's still scorching hot on my face. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I, like five minutes away, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know, you, you're about two degrees hotter, right? <laughs> but I know the way you are. You like to keep it freaking cold. Yes. Oh, my, my, I was talking to my buddy about that, uh, Doug. And um, I asked him, hey, um, where do you keep the temperature at your house? He goes, 71. I go, motherfucker, 71? <laughs> and for me, that's, fuck, no, I can't, I can't do 71. I just, that's just too much. 67 for me. 60, oh, man. And, uh, and you know, uh, my wife and I have uh, air conditioning control uh, warfare. Like, she'll swoop by and move it up to, like, 77, 75. Mm -hmm. And then when I cross paths with it, I check it and put it down to 67. Oh, man. And, uh, so that's, how, that's the kind of shit that goes on in my pad, you know? But but 67, that's... that's that's Oh, so comfortable, bro. See, well, if you say so, <laughs> hopefully you lose enough weight to where 67 is not uncomfortable. And and I know the way you are, you would rather be uncomfortable at 67 to than admit, hey, man, <laughs> it was I was fat all along, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> miserable cold dad's life. But um, uh, my office, they um, they had it at um, sixty five degrees, sixty five degrees, and I'm like, holy shit! And you know, a thermostat when when you set it, um, you set it at sixty five, right? Yes. So it'll drop down maybe sixty three degrees before it turns off. The AC turns off, right? And it'll go up to like maybe sixty seven degrees before it turns back on. You know, so you got that, that that window, and then if you're under one of the vents, you might be hitting fucking 60 to 1 degrees in a fucking office space. <laughs> and you know the way I am, dude. Yes, yes. I, I, I couldn't put up with it. So I, I walk around, everybody wears a sweater or a jacket. It's 105 degrees outside, but everybody's got a jacket uh, near their uh, their cubicle. So that they can uh, put it on because they know it's fucking ridiculous. I would love to work where you work because I would wear a suit every day. <laughs> <laughs> right? To go work on the field. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I go, this this is not right. <laughs> so first thing first thing I do is I gotta find some uh, something to back me up. Some leverage. Yeah. I go online. What is the average temperature inside uh, or what should it be? And the first thing it takes me to is the OSHA. I go, oh shit. Dang. I go and uh, OSHA was like 67 to 76 or something, right? Yes. Or 68, somewhere between there. So right off the bat, we're fucking too low. And uh, I talked to a couple of people, convinced them. I go, I'll meet you halfway. Dude. I'll meet you at uh, I'll meet you at 72. All right, cool. They, they agreed to it. Went over. There's a maintenance guy there, and uh, I told him, I go, Hey, jefe, sabes uh, It's fucking cold in there. You know, let's let's, let's turn up. And he goes, How? You know, aquí está. I go, It's um 65. And he looked at me like. What? <laughs> so, so I take off. I go to lunch. I come back. He has it at seventy-seven. <laughs> I didn't tell him to do seventy-seven. Mm -hmm. I told him it's a compromise between me and the other dude. And uh, no, fucking seventy-seven. He fucking brought it over. And I'm like, well, I didn't tell him that. He did it his own. If they want to complain, I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking fight for the other team. Let, yeah. let, let them bring it up. And uh, well, real, real quick, this is a fucking old Theo fucking shit. It's cool. They go free. Fucking shit, man. But it is what it is. So um, um, he says it at 77, right? So I go, hey, I'm going to fucking leave it alone. Next day I come in, 
homeboys are down there taking off their jackets. They're hanging their jackets. They're like in the t-shirts, the little way, you know, the, the company shirts, the way everybody is. And I'm like, I did something good today. I was kind of proud of myself, right? Yeah. Watching everybody. So fucking, uh, the whole point is, is um, um, at nighttime, um, I look at the temperature outside and I look at what I have the AC set at. Because I don't keep it too cold in here. Mm. So I have it set like at 77 in here. 77 and it's usually pretty good because I prefer a fan hitting me. I just, I, I prefer that. Yes. The, maybe it's from from growing up that, you know, that's all we had was fucking fans. The humming. A, any houses in East LA have central AC right now? Well, back in the days they did it. No. There, was, there was a fucking none of that. You know, maybe nowadays, you know, a lot of them got, you know, remodeled and they threw a unit in there, yes. but, but and not, they're not built for it. They don't have the installation for it because they're really old homes, right? So, um, so I say, I'll wait for uh, the outside temperature to hit 77, and I'll tell it, well, same temperature outside that it is inside. So I'll turn off the AC, and I'll open up the windows, and I get the fan going, and I fucking love that, man. I love it because I know it's only going to get cooler and cooler, and mm. then I get up at fucking 2 in the morning, temblando, <laughs> pointing the fan up, you know, getting it out of the way and shit, so... The point of the story is, yeah, man, it's fucking hot, right? <laughs> fucking really hot. Bro, I put my fan right where the vent comes down. Oh. And pulling it out, man. <laughs> oh. That's how they make snow in Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that, man. So we'll see We'll see what the weight loss, what happens, man. But for yeah. now, I still need the cold temperatures, you know? Well, I, hopefully you get thin enough to where you can fucking start fucking getting cold. Because yeah. I'm going <laughs> to fucking get back at you for years of rolling down the windows and shit. <laughs> Man, bro, so uh, we're dealing with that, but uh, you know, the temperatures dropped enough to we're not dying, you know, like where it's not like exaggerated hot, like we had triple digits for almost three weeks, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so at least for now, we're in the low 90s to mid 90s, yeah, and that's uh, I, I golfed this morning, and uh, so it wasn't as bad as the last three weeks I golfed, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, so, bro, yeah. I'm just scorching hot, and uh, the heat just. It, it, it takes the fun out of golf, you know? Yeah. You're still focused, but you still, it's a different mentality. You're on survival mode, you know? Oh, yeah. You're not even thinking about the fucking game. You're thinking, <laughs> am I going to make it with half a bottle of water that, and shit? And, and, uh, and you're looking at your shot and where's shade? Where's the shade, you know? Yeah. To wait under the tree for the other guys to hit. So it's a totally different kind of golf, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I bet. Uh, the bike ride we did this weekend, you know, let's talk about that real quick, dude, because yes. um, we started off at the Pico Rivera Golf Course. Uh, Kiko and uh, one of his buddies joined us. Yes. It was four of us. And uh, you know what? That was a good ride. Not because it was good. It was good for different reasons. It wasn't good because we went fast. <laughs> Fuck that. We didn't go fast at all. It was good because we, we, we finished what we said we were going to do. What the fuck? Fuck the weather. You still recovering? Hey, if you give yourself a percentage, what would you be at right now? 80? I think 85, bro. 85? I feel really good. Especially after that ride, bro. And I was telling you, my lungs feel really good, man. Like, they're really expanded. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was thinking foolish. Like, I'm going to go jogging or something. <laughs> it was hot as hell. Yeah. But uh, at least uh, I, I got to do more of that, I think, to get 100%, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, every time I think I'm 100, all I do is uh, I lose track of my breathing and I breathe in hard. And I could feel the pain in one of my sides of my chest. I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess yeah. I'm not 100%, you know? Yeah, yeah. So those are the, the little the little things that tell me like okay, well, you're not out there yet, you know. Yeah, but you're on the way there, man. Yes, you, yes. You're from where you were from till beginning to now. A big difference, especially because you were able to do the the the, the bike ride. Yes. So it was. Well, did it hit a hundred that day? No, I think we were like 
like 93, 93? worst case scenario. So it was 95 degrees. Um, I, I, for me, I drank the night before, but I took it easy. I yes. knew I was in a riot. I go, fuck, I better, better fucking take it easy. Especially over there where I was drinking at my daughter's house. Man, you know, everybody's fucking like, like gearing up. <laughs> They're gearing up. Everybody shows up with fucking beer. They're gearing up. The music's going. And I'm like, motherfucker, man. And I, I left right on time. I go, I got I to gotta get home. Got home, started drinking a bunch of water, started fucking mm. hydrating. So um, um, I had that against me. I haven't ridden my bike in about a year. Um, I'm 20 pounds heavier than the last time I fucking rode my bike, mm. you know? And um, I had all that going against me. Then you, you, you're still recovering. And so we don't know how the fuck we're going we're gonna <laughs> to respond to this. So I'm like, God damn it. This is, this is, I, I, was a little, I was a little concerned. I was a little concerned. Uh, yeah. You know what? It was mid-90s. I knew that we kept our, like like we said we would, like a 10 miles per hour pace. Yeah. It wasn't bad. And on the way back, we did more like 14, close to 15 miles an hour pace. Mm-hmm. And it was nice, even though the heat was starting to come off the, the pavement, you know? Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was, I'm telling you, man, it was, it was a really good workout, bro. It was, I really, you know, I really enjoyed the way I felt afterwards, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, even better, we fought the power. We didn't go eat like Maranotes afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, you know what? Uh, my 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 had my wife had mentioned it. I go, you know what? If I I knew we were gonna go somewhere after, I would have bought an extra pair of shorts and an extra t-shirt. You know, you're not clean, but it feels different because the, the 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 shirt that you have on absorbs all that salty shit, and yes. when you have it on, it feels fucking Otter. spicy. It feels just fucking it feels terrible, like scratchy on you. When you change and you put on a different t-shirt, oh, you're like, oh, I just took a shower, dude. <laughs> like, like when we do the Rosalito race, yeah. you get to the finish line, you take off your jersey, you put on one of the shirts that you buy there for the race. Yes. That shirt feels fucking clean as fuck, right? You're like, Bivania, you know? <laughs> and you know, and then, you, then you take off your um, your cycling shoes, your clip-ons, and you put on your, your chanclas. Yes. And with a with uh, fucking clean t-shirt, you're like, fuck. You leave the same shorts on, the cycling shorts. Yes. But it's it's a whole different experience. So if I would have known that we were going to go there, I would say, fuck, let me take some extra clothes and you know i would have been all for it but the condition yes. condition we were in I, I was not i was not for it dude that oh. was just that was just too uh too much for us to handle yes. that day plus it was hot being in the sun over there dealing with the traffic yes all that i was like man i, I just I, I don't i don't think i can handle that today i'm, I'm glad we didn't go hot down after the ride because uh we ate we ate heavy on saturday mm-hmm. and they kicked the shit out of me and like i i, I had to go home and like like I was telling you, sit in front of the fan and like let the food get through, man. Because, yeah, let your like, body do its job and yeah, shit. Yeah, it kicks my ass, bro. So, so I'm glad we didn't ruin that by you know eating eating some heavy stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say nasty, but it's delicious. Yep. Bad for you food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the bike ride we did 20 miles. We did uh, it's like like 19 miles. Yes. So we did like nine and a half on the way up. When we got to uh, that halfway point, that is. Well, before it used to be the um, Arrow Highway, and but now it's got a name. Yes. The Chalan Rest Area. El Chalan. <laughs> El Chalan. That's fucking pretty cool, right? Yes. So <laughs> so this dude, El, El Chalan, I think I told the story in the past, but I'm going to say it again because I like telling the story. <laughs> and, uh, you know, especially because you were able to help someone out, you know? So. And he took your advice, most important, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so this dude, El Chalan, what he does is, it's a it's a bike path, and the bike path it, it, it spans 
how many miles is that, Frankie? If you do if it's 30, the, the whole route is 30 plus, plus you do 15, 25, 50, I think it's 55 miles yes. from Seal Beach all the way up. To because from, from Pico, no, no, from Arrow, no, from Arrow down to Seal Beach is 30. Then on the way up, it's it's 15. 15 so 15. it's 45. Yes. So remember we used to do the, the 60 miles from from the uh, Arrow Highway down and back. So that was yes. a 60 there. So it, uh, the, the whole route is 45 miles. And um, this is, uh, say, 10, no, no, 15 years ago. Yes. When I was really into into writing, when I, when I really got into it, where I, when I would take off on my own and just, you know, do 30, 40, 50 miles, you know, during the week. 50 miles, I did that one in a 30, 40, 50, 100, you know. <laughs> That's how we do it, bro. <laughs> That's a lot of crema, dog. It's mostly crema. So, uh, 20, 30 during the week. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. So, I'd be riding, and I remember seeing a, a Mexican guy. And he's got a bike, and he's pulling one of those little carts where you put the little kids in, right? Yeah, like a kid cart. Yeah, so I think he altered that, and he put an ice chest, and he had some other stuff on there. So I'm coming down uh, South Devero Highway. I'm on the bike path, and he passes me up, and he goes, uh, soda? And I'm like, what? And, and, <laughs> and, I, and I stop, and I come back, and he goes, hey, ¿quieres una soda? Agua, aquí tengo, estoy vendiendo. I go, oh, okay, then. Saque de un agua. I'm a big supporter of that. Yeah. yeah reason being is when, uh, when, when hustlers, bro. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, you know why I'm a big supporter of that? Because when I was young, my mom and I used to go out selling Avon and Muñuelos and yes. Pozole, whatever. So I, whenever I see those people, I'm like, dude, I have no money to buy a bottle, you know? Yeah. So, so I'm a big supporter of those guys. So I, um, I yeah, I stopped by and I get something. I don't even think I needed it, but I still got to you know, refill my water bottles. And um, I started talking to him, and I go, "Sounds good, have I go. Up the street, off of Arrow, there's a, a rest area. I go, if you post up right there, I go, everybody goes there because it's kind of like the, almost like the halfway point, yes. but it's like a meet-me point where everybody goes and, you know, it's, they got like a little water fountain. It's kind of cheesy, but it's some benches under the, the trees. Yes. He goes, I, that'd be a good area. He goes, oh, okay, much other gracias. You know, it takes off. I think nothing of it. A couple of weeks go by, you know, I, I was riding a different Paso, and I go back there, and on the weekend... He's got his little cart right there, and he's selling his stuff. I go, hey, man. He, you're, you're, he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, you know, he goes, yeah, yeah, I set up here. I go, all right, cool. You know, I was, I was happy for him. I was perfect, happy that, that and, spot, and he had a, a lot of customers. Well, fast forward 15 years. Yes. Fast forward 15 years. Uh, we go bike riding this weekend. We make it to that halfway point, which is now called Chalan's Rest Area. Right, it, you know, they, they, the, the, the map, right? Well, the city didn't rename it and give them the key to the city, nothing mm-hmm. like that. But when you go to a place and on, on, on like the maps, you mark the location and you name it, and if it becomes consistent, a lot of people do it. I'm assuming that it, it gets the name. Yes. So if you go on like um, on the map on your I- iPhone, you go to that location, it will have it on there. You're like, holy shit, That's and then nice. and it gives you um, a link to his Instagram, and it, it was it was pretty cool. But I was very impressed. So we go down there. He's still. He's got everything set up. He's got four uh, four big jugs of coffee, which yes. I've seen that in the past. He's got his card and he's got uh, um, Gatorades on ice. He's got a table set up with with different just bananas, everything you need, man. He's got it all set up. Little bike extras, you no know, tubes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the necessities. 
And then he's got these uh, water bottles, and it says Chalans um, something on it. And I, I posted that. Yes. I posted it, and I'm like, man, that is fucking pretty cool, man. Moving on up, man. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and then you know, you, you know, sometimes you think uh, uh, like they don't know, they forget about you. It's like, walk up, hey, come on, mm-hmm. how much is this? And he was there with some of his buddies, and he looks at me, he goes, hey, what's up? He goes, you know, this is uh, one of my first customers. I'm like, hell yeah, you know? I was, I was kind of happy, you know? The, like, put me on the menu, bitch. Yeah, put me on the menu, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, I noticed one of the guys hanging out there, his jersey, his riding jersey said Chalan's bike something, you know? Yeah. On his on his bicycle riding jersey, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty cool, man. Uh, we should hit him up, like, some 5Xs, boo. Some 5Xs, right? <laughs> Yeah. Because they run really small, you know. Oh yeah, you gotta start with that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they do run small. So that's badass, man. It's good yeah. to see. So I was happy to, I was happy to see them there. I was happy to see them there, and I'm like, oh, that's, I'm, I'm glad things went, went well for you. Got some, got some drinks. Uh, hung out a little bit. Fucking took off back. Uh, the the ride back uh, wasn't as as bad as I thought it was gonna be, but we made it back. Uh, Kiko made it back all the way. Him and his buddy. I think his buddy. Uh, already had a bike, so he was already, you know, he was comfortable yeah. riding. I think Kiko hadn't, hadn't ridden a bike since in years, so you could tell he was a little hurty, man. When he yeah, was coming, yeah. when he was coming off the the bike, you could tell he had hard time getting his leg over oh. the the thing. So, but mm-hmm. if he was able to do it this time, next time will be easier. Way yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, anybody interested, we're gonna be over there on uh, Sunday, nine six. September six. September six. Uh, it's a Sunday at 7 a.m. We are starting at the Pico Rivera Golf Course, and we're gonna ride up to Chalans and then come back. It's yes. only 19, 20 miles. It's, it's it's not a lot, but this is not an organized event. We're not gonna charge you 30 bucks and give you a ribbon like they fucking screwed us. Yeah, it's just gonna be us just fucking hanging out, you know? Bullshit, and uh, yeah, you work on your cadence. We average 10 miles an hour uphill. So it's it's cool, man. It's good to get expand the lungs, like I was saying earlier. Yeah. And you know, get get your legs moving, bro. Yeah, man. And after you do something like this, a cocktail de cabaron and a fucking big ass corona tastes fucking even better than they, <laughs> they would if you didn't do the race or didn't do the ride, man. Yes. Whatever you do after that is fucking. Remember we used to go to El Torito yes. or Acapulco's? They used to have that buffet. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking amazing, man. The food tastes so good after these these bike races. Yeah, we sweet like animals, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, bro. Hey, man, uh, I was looking forward to seeing the Laker game tonight. But? It, they, it's been canceled because uh, they're planning to boycott. Mm-hmm. So there's no NBA tonight. I think the Dodgers were going to boycott, too, so they just canceled those games mm-hmm. and a few of the MLBs. Uh, but, yeah, man, so the Lakers are on a roll and the Clippers are on a roll, man. So hopefully... Uh, Local governments do enough to satisfy this mess, and uh, and we could get sports back on and and some justice for the mess that's going on in Wisconsin, you know. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, man. So we'll see. But fucking Clippers, man, they finally woke up and kicked the shit out of uh, out of the Mavericks. And uh, one thing I wanna I wanna talk about. I heard I heard um the Kickback Podcast guys talking about it. Is uh when uh when uh the clipper, the clipper player Harold, mm-hmm. he he told uh he told uh, uh I think it's he's Slovakian, <laughs> he, he he called him uh, I think a punk as a white dude or something, mm-hmm. and uh the the a lot of people are complaining like why don't they get on his ass? Had it been reversed, but I think reverse everybody expects the worst, right? Like 
Yeah, well, but, but reverse would be the N word in there, right? Yeah, but uh, really, the, the the word for word reverse, he would have been called the punk ass brother, you know? <laughs> right. Which uh, is the same shit. But uh, for me, uh, all it is is um, one, they zoomed the camera into his face, so they read his lips. Because mm-hmm. this was during the game, you know? So uh, this is the playoffs, and there's so much shit that gets said between people. All it is is uh, the, they zoomed the camera in his face, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it's not like he grabbed a microphone and he talked some shit, you know. Pointing him out and shit. Yeah, and he fucking made a mixtape right there or something, you know. <laughs> and that kind of it sounds kind of shit in itself. But I'm just saying, like, they zoomed in his face and they, they kind of read his lips. And that's how they got the phrase. And again, you know, he, he apologized at the beginning of the next game. And both players are like, dude, that's fucking, that's game shit, you know. Yeah, it's part of the game. And yeah. um, no, and the worst shit, like... Uh, a lot of the bigger stars like uh, fucking uh, LeBron James, a lot of these other guys, when they're on the bench and they put their shirts over their face when they're bullshitting, and people always complain like, "Hey, what the hell?" But that's the that's the reason because some people they wanna they wanna find the negative in anything mm-hmm. that they they have people reading lips to find out what the hell they're saying. Like, come on, bro, you know, like so again, you know, I don't think uh, I don't think it's as bad as everybody makes it out to be because. Uh, one, the guy is a Eastern European, so don't think it is that those are dumbass for not doing his homework, you know? Mm-hmm. There's so many ways you can insult an Eastern European other than that, you know? He's going to say, like, well, I'm not even a white dude, you know? <laughs> you know what? I think we expect too much of our athletes. Yes. You know, they're like, oh, this kid uh, came from the ghetto, went straight from high school, uh, didn't have a father, made it to the NBA, and then he makes it to the NBA, and they're like... Did he just call that guy a punk ass white boy? <laughs> we're like, we're, we're lucky he didn't shoot somebody. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> with a rough upbringing, you know. Exactly. So I think we expect too much of these uh, from these people, dude. Yes. From 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 um, football players. Everybody, we expect yes. too much. We're there to watch them play ball, yes. and sometimes that BS and that bullshitting is freaking p- a, a part of the part of the game. You know what I mean? You want to ruffle someone's feathers? Yeah. Because. Uh, Playing ball is not just physical; it's mental. A lot of mental. Sometimes shit. you fucking you say some shit. You know, hey, I boned your la- your lady last night. Then the fucking guy can't play no more. <laughs> thinking about some dude boning his lady, right? It's, can you imagine? Going through, imagine the going, through, going through a timeline in his head. Right, right win, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, the, the camera and then and then the camera's watching his face. He also slow motion. I bone your lady, right? <laughs> yeah, doing the body language, bro. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so it's part of the game. You, you, we expect too much from them. Yes. We were talking about this earlier. Do you remember watching the Dodgers when Fernando would play? I do. I did, and uh, I remember that from Fernando Mania days, you know. Oh yeah, those are those are fucking big. They made everybody forget about the property stealing in Chavez Ravine, right? Yeah, I was a kid, so I remember that. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you would watch it on TV with the volume down. Yes. And you would listen to the radio with... Fucking Jaime Jarrín, you know? Jaime Jarrín, right? Yeah. Can I say that last inning call? El último chance de la noche. All right, that's a ninth inning, you know? <laughs> you say that, and I, I remember something different. I remember something different. I think we already had this discussion well, before. Well, you know, I was a Mexican guy. You're a white dude, so... <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in the States, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> I grew up in Mexico my crucial years. Cool. <laughs> That made me a paisa, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't let it go. <laughs> Everybody knows you're, you're wrong. That's why you can't let it go. You, you can't rest, dog. It probably bugs your night, brother. Yeah, I mean, One of the things when you get to accept that, you'll be like, 
oh man, it's getting cold in here. I'm accepting it. <laughs> I'm accepting that I'm wrong. <laughs> in my mind, I'll be like, Chinook don't hang from a cliff. I'm like, Chinook, you're, you're more Mexican than I am or something. <laughs> right? Uh, you're starting to sleep, bro. <laughs> so, you would listen to uh, Jaime Harin, right? Yes. And when you would listen to Jaime Harin, because your parents wanted to hear the, not only you know did he speak your parents' parents' language because that's what yes. you know that's what they understood, but he, he would uh, be more colorful, right? Yes. I wouldn't mind listening to a fucking station where they were honest, fucking honest, you know. Um, let's say an uh, example, Shaq is playing, right? He goes up and he's about to dunk on some dude, and this fucking dude fucking yeah. hacks up in the legs, right? The, the proper channel, Channel 7, whoever's fucking broadcasting, ESPN, would be like, they would be so sugar-coating it, right? But the truth would be, this fucking punk ass didn't want to come out on the fucking highlight reel, so he'd yeah. rather hack him in the leg and then make him miss the free throws, the, right? The, pro- it, the it would proper be so- channel that would say something like, oh, there's, uh, this, this player is so smart. He decided to put Shaq on the line because Shaq is shooting a shitty free throw percentage, you know? There you go. They were really fucking shitty. Right. Shit. Hey, I was, when you were saying that, I was believing it. Yeah, you're right. I really believe it. Give a point, Frankie. <laughs> what, would, what would the fucking um, uh, the, the radio station say? Not the radio station, because those people were proper too. I, I would say. You would say. That, that fucker didn't want to get teeth back at the rim, you know? <laughs> <laughs> On live TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we, when Shaq used to dunk on people, he would throw his legs up. Yeah, yeah. So people would get caught there. I would say, oh, I just got teeth back, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. <laughs> it would be more colorful and it, it would be more honest, right? Yes, yes. It would be more honest because these guys, you know, they. So, the, the thing we're getting back to is these guys do a lot of fucking shit and we expect too much from them. We yes. expect too much from them to be proper. Proper, it's it's never gonna fucking work out, dude. It's yeah, gonna... just like uh, I just think uh, think of your your employments you've had, and say you get you hire like five dudes from your area. Two at least two guys are gonna get fired for some fucked up shit, you know. And at the end you say, well, at least we kept three, you know. And but you expect the shit to yeah. come from dudes from your hood, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least with my we said dudes get fired. For the craziest stuff, and right from the get go, I mean, they didn't even wait, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and the, you always say, well, I mean, they come from a neighborhood. I mean, it's kind of sucks, but it, sometimes you expect stuff like that, collateral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, but yeah, so the it's a it, it was a big thing because everybody keeps saying that it got swept under the rug, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, the only reason I think it wasn't a big thing because. Again, they read his lips, you know, yeah. as, as they were going at each other, you know. So, so yeah, like, to me, it's not a big thing. And, and because in the game, I told you, I've said some shit to people, man. I've lost friends, you know, over pickup games. So, you can imagine in a playoffs where people are trying to, you know, get a championship. Yeah, yeah. And there's millions of dollars on the line in their contracts. Yeah, you know? dude, I, I've played tetherball with you, Frankie. It's not fun. <laughs> You know, bro, I mean, yeah, I've said some awful stuff to a lot of people, you know. Yeah, it, it, it gets heated and, and, you know, some people want it really bad because that's what they work for their whole life. And, you know, you got to take every angle you can, you know. Yes. You take every angle you can, but you just can't expect these guys assume they, they, they don't want to say shit like that. You know, it's, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's part of the game and we are way too, we are way too sensitive. We are way too sensitive because there's some... Uh, um, 
there's a big unbalance right now. Let's say, let's say there was there was a, there was no unbalance. The way things are racist, everything was fucking equal. Every, you know, every single race was fucking treated the same. There would be no sensitivity right now. People would not be all fucking sensitive about fucking saying shit, you know? Yes, but I because think. there's an unbalance and everybody wants to fucking cry about something, every little thing you do, everybody's fucking sensitive about it. Everything's amplified, you know? Yeah. Any little situation. Yes, and um, another uh, another thing, uh, the, all these protests, they're protesting for, you know, uh, I can't read my own notes when they're all fucked up. <laughs> but if you thought that uh, that uh, every you, you should lay back, I think the more people, the more races get involved, the the more everybody will see that it's not a one race thing; it's an all racist thing, because it's just uh, all these protesting is they're really protesting misbehavior by by authority figures, you know. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, that's my thing, and uh, hopefully the the NBA, I mean something happened that the uh, NBA get back. Because again, I still think it's the Clippers and Lakers here, you know? Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to the finals from those two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I either want my Clippers, because I'm a Clippers fan, or the Lakers so LeBron could break the curse of the, the Mamba, you know? Because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll end that with that, bro. You know? All right, all right. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, last, last week I mentioned I was listening to the Ask the Fellas. I, I, I enjoyed the podcast. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's, it's a good podcast, but it's very well edited, man. Those guys got some production value behind this yeah. stuff, dude. Uh, and um, I still um, there's like like a couple of guys that, that that are on there talking, and I know I know names their names, but I don't I can't connect them to the voices. Yeah, you know. So one of the guys goes on, and he's um, he brings up. He goes, "Hey, man, if we're in a group, right? We know when 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 we grew up in East LA." But we were already adults when uh, uh, your your cousin Danny was my roommate. Yes. And it was just uh, us two being there, and we would you know do our chingaderas, and there would be friends that come over, you know, girls. They were like, I don't, I don't want to say, I want to say common girls. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> just like the regulars. Hangoners. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds that sounds bad too. That though. sounds The regulars. Groupies. Like, like, like groupies. Oh, we didn't do anything special enough <laughs> to have this sort of a groupie shit. Uh, I'm just trying to find the word that, you know, it sounds cool. Hold on, hold on. Female friends. <laughs> I guess female friends. Yeah, that sounds fucking stupid, but it's the yeah. closest thing to it. Cool. So, uh, and um, it, so if there was like, say, a girl, and a girl and both you and I were interested in her. Yes. How would we decide who would get her or who would be given... The opportunity, you know, who would back down to chase? Yes. You know, not who would get it. I'm not gonna get clubber in the head and say, "Here you go, Frankie, you deserve it," or <laughs> vice versa, right? Who would decide to get it? And they all had their argument. When you're listening to stuff like that, it's uh, you could connect to it, you know, relate to it, and then also you have your own opinion. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. that's wrong, you know. Yeah. So I was, I was, you're I was, at the I was radio, uh, exactly. I was fucking, fucking. Talking back, you know, <laughs> and you know what sucks is I wear big headphones just and shit sometimes. So sometimes I talk out loud and stuff like like when your daughter was singing in the car. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. That's hilarious. So all right, let's not let's not do this. Right. So what what would determine who would back down on on the on on pursuing this girl? Okay, so say first of all, okay. First of all, I think it would be. Okay, who's gotten laid 
less, right? Who, so, who's gonna draw? <laughs> who's gonna draw, right? Yeah. You know, you be able to draw. If you're really homies, you will go to that. Yeah, yeah. Especially the if the the female shows equal interest to both parties. Yes, yeah, say she does, right? So then, she's kind of just waiting for someone to talk her up. Yes. You know, throw the movidas and you know, drop something in her drink. No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, just you know, fucking the deal. Uh, just the thing didn't exist in the early '90s, you know. <laughs> it, it probably did. We just were not aware of it, right? Or we couldn't afford it. <laughs> That's why, right? <laughs> so it it would be uh, all right. Who's who's been without the longest, right? Yes. So I think that'd be one of them. That'd be the yes. Num- number two, I think it would be like, like you come up to me and you're like, "Hey, dude, this fucking girl likes golf," and I, I would be like, "Dude, it's all yours. I, I I'm not gonna fuck around with that." Yeah. Very few girls like golf. You know, this is like a fucking panda and shit. Dude. So, <laughs> so that would be fucking one of the factors, right? That yes. What else? I think, uh, like, bro, I'll buy a caterer. <laughs> Back off, man, you know? Like, I, I've seen a lot of that shit, you know? Yeah. And then uh, the, the worst thing that tripped me out is, uh, like, we knew guys that would always have girls, and then they would fight you for a new girl. And you're like, what the fuck's your problem, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I used to trip out on people like that, and, uh, But yeah, but you know what, though? I'm the guy that used to step off a lot, especially if they were from the neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. I, I always hated when you, I would go out to lunch or something with somebody, and somebody like, bro, my homeboy's to date her, let me tell you some shit, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck everything, yo, you know, like, ah. Oh. So, I, I remember you uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember you said this, but um, Ruben, our buddy of ours, yes. that guy was fucking a whiz with the chicks, man. Yes. That, even when he was a crackhead, he had fucking girls, dude. I mean, you know, well, a lot of crackers in the street for you. But even when he was going through hard times, he yes. fucking had girls. So, so I remember, um, I remember um, you said, man, I, um, I, I hope Ruben hasn't hit this one either. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were worried about him, right? Yeah, we were, man. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, like, there's always somebody like, oh, man, let me tell you something. Fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I met her at, I met her at uh, uh, QC's over there in Montebello. <laughs> You're like, there's like, a, like a, a one in ten chance that Ruben already fucking hit it. Yeah, you know? man. So fucking shit. <laughs> she let that trip you out in the hood, man. Like uh, how vast it is, but ultimately how small it is in the dating scene, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, words like, you dated five of my friends, but I'm a new person. <laughs> <laughs> Start next week, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I heard that somewhere, man. Okay. I, I think I, I think you'd refer to something I told you. No, no, I saw that in a show. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I think it was the King of Queens or something. Where, where he, you know, I, I don't know if it was his wife or he dated somebody. You know, they always show, like, going back to when he was young. Mm-hmm. And he was dating a girl and they told him a bunch of her backstory, like, people. Mm-hmm. And then, then he goes, well, why don't you want to give it up? You know, I heard you did all this. She's like, well, I'm the new person now. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? You know? Convert next week, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so that was pretty funny. I thought that was funny and hilarious, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, what else would be a factor, Frankie? Shit. Uh, who, uh, who hasn't got any? Who's the longest? Uh, who's got more to more in common with her? More in common, uh, who's gonna kick down a favor for a favor, you know, like, like I said, buy a case or whatever. Yeah. 
A, a case is a 24 pack of beer. Yeah, just in case anybody. You know what it is? They don't make them in 24s anymore. They do, right? You don't know. No, like the suitcases. Remember, they used to come in 24, yes. 24 cans. Now they're like 30s or something. Yeah, now, now the can beer comes in being no fucking bigger. Yes. So, so yeah, yeah, a case is a, right? a case of a beer. Yeah, 24. And then uh, that and uh, the other thing, uh, there's always uh, there's always uh, one or two subs that for whatever reason they want to get married ASAP. <laughs> Right? The dude like we're like go fool like there you know like go get married already. His biological clock is ticking. For whatever shit. reason, yeah. you know. You're a dude though, man. What the fuck? They're fucking uh, every the day they're proposing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for yeah. So uh, that's all I could think of, man. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the uh, for me the most important one in uh, who's on a bigger draw, you know. And I I, I think that would be the deciding factor, yeah. right? Like, if you look at it and like, well, you know, she's got as much in common with you than than I do. You know, and they would be like, all right, we either we flip a coin or, yes. or, or, you know, or you tell me when's the last time you got some, it, you know? That, uh, uh, that, and that was, that's a conversation amongst true friends, you know? Yeah, right. Because a lot of casual friends, they're like, fuck you, bro, you know? And I've seen it, you know? Yeah. Fight over a street girl or, or, or friend girl, whatever yeah. you want to call them. <laughs> I mean, I just fucked that up, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, so amongst friends, you say that, you know, like, I'm gonna draw it or you know. <laughs> I, you know what they? I think I would pull like the the prices right. You'd be like, like it's been sixty days, and I'd be like, it's been sixty one days. You know? <laughs> plus one, <laughs> plus one. <laughs> Two prices right, and you're like, what the fuck are you beating by one? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh man, that's really good. <laughs> like shit again, you got me. Fuck it by one. This by guy's one? almost beating by one. He's good. He's good. He's good. <laughs> Fucking poker face, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good subject, man. Fucking uh, from the ask the fellas, right? Ask ask the fellas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was listening to that, and I was like, yeah, you got you got a good you got a good point, you know, you got a good point, because uh, it's it's fucked up that that it should be her decision, but we're the ones over here plotting, like, okay, I'm gonna back down because you hasn't got laid, right? And she's there, and she's like. You know, twenty years from now, like I married, I married this dude. Like, man, remember that negotiation that we fucking did? I still had that case of beer. You know what I mean? Or, or, or worse, it wasn't sixty-one days, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lie about the fucking time. You know, give you actual dates. No, and all all those conversations, you judge them by how long. Like, say you back off, and somebody marries somebody, or date them for a long time, or they have a kid. Yeah. Then you judge them on, on the what was a collateral, you know? <laughs> like, uh, hey, you owe me, fucker, or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you introduce somebody and, uh, and they end up getting married or something. Crazy, man. I, I've seen a few of those, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, plenty of them, dude. Plenty of yes. them. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was nuts, man. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of Pura Cultura, man. And uh, then uh, the one thing that they talked about, man, uh, about growing up undocumented. Yes, yeah. and uh, they that, have three you know parts. what? I don't need to okay. That is that is a good subject to talk about. Yes, because it, it it's a that's touches. I mean that that touches even people who have documents because yes. they know somebody undocumented. You yes. know, it, 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 it that is a, that is a good subject to talk about. Yes, and uh, and they have a three part series on this. You know, they talk about being undocumented as a as youth, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and for me, when they talked about that, it, it, you know, like I, I was born here in the States and, uh, but you know, my mom was an immigrant and uh, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't really fully grasp the, the immigration thing. And so I said maybe like 12 years old, uh, but it, I was still in elementary, you know, 
I remember she told me like, hey, uh, she worked in downtown LA, mm-hmm. uh, seamstress or co- the cosiendo or whatever, you know? Yeah, seamstress is right. Yes. And uh, so anyways, she, I remember one morning she woke me up and she goes, look, they're doing a lot of sweeps in downtown LA. So by any chance I don't come home tonight, I don't want you to panic. You know, and I remember like, like, you know, like my eyes getting watery and she's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and like, like we don't have the luxury of being weak, you know, no tenemos el lujo de ser débiles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, calmate, you know, and I was like, I was, you have to suck it up. Yeah. And she just said, you know what, uh, make sure you and your brother and your cousins go to school, you know, and, and I'll be back, you know, don't worry about it. I will be back, you know, if, if they do catch me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the first point where, where they should hit home, where I go, fuck, like immigration shit, you know, like, but up to then, like, I didn't really, like, see any of that. But that's crazy, like, their stories kind of linked me to that, like, it just been flashback. Exactly connected yeah. It's flashback, it's crazy, man, and, like, like one thing I want to ask you, like, at what age do you remember any immigration stuff, like, the youngest, you know? Well, the way, the way it worked for me was a, a little different, okay? I was born in Sanada, my brother was born in Colima, right? Yes. My dad is a U.S. citizen, so it was it was a, a, a little bit different for us. But the the connection I have, I'll tell you two stories right now. The connection I have is, I remember my older sister, right? Yes. My older sister was from a, a different father. Yes. Uh, uh, Connie. So um, I remember her getting a job, and she used to work downtown. She used to work at a, a store. They did like jeans and stuff. San Lorenz, right? Yes. And uh, it was over off of 11th in San Pedro, Los Angeles. It was a big store. And she worked there. I don't, I don't know what she did, right? But I remember going over there. And I remember calling her Connie. And she looked at me and she goes, don't call me that. She goes, call me Anna. And I'm thinking, I go, follow the lyrics to a love song. But, <laughs> but, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're using a, a fake, fake papers, right? And then that's when... It hit me like shit, you know. This, she's using someone else's papers yeah. to to work her. So her name was was Anna before she, you know, she. I'm just getting low, right? Yes. So, so for for her because she her father was an American citizen, it was a little bit different. My brother and I, we didn't really we didn't really trip on that. It was a little a little bit different. My dad's fucking American Indian, uh, 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 U.S. citizen. So my sisters went through a lot more of that than, than we did. Yes. Uh, fast forward, I'm gonna say 20 years. Say my brother was, let's say he's 30, let's say he's 30 years old, right? Yes. 30, 30, say 35. So he gets a lifetime criminal. You know, I'm not saying anything that's not true, you know? Lifetime criminal and uh, in and out of jail, you know, doing his thing. Got caught. Uh, they threw him in jail and they told him, okay, we're going to give you, uh, we're going to give you 12 years and you can stay in this country or we'll give you six years and we'll send you back to Mexico. My brother goes, I'll take the six years. They, uh, he does six years. Right after he's done with the six years, they sent him to Las Vegas. He's in Las Vegas and I don't know what it is they have in Vegas. is a deportation, immigration. I don't know what the significance of that place is. So he goes there. My dad... He's in court. My dad shows up, and you 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 met my dad. Yes. You look at him, and you're like, "There's no doubt this guy's a fucking Indian, right?" So, my dad goes to court. He's standing. He's sitting in the courtroom, and he's just sitting there quietly, right? My brother turns around, and looks at him, but because my brother's 
institutionalized in the prison system, he can't look back and like show emotion. Yeah. So he looks back, kind of gives him that that, Mexic- that Mexican nod, like "What's up?" You know. And my dad, my dad's hip to the game. My dad's also been in prison, and he's he's hip to all that shit. So my dad knew, you know, he, he wasn't gonna be like, "Oh, what a dick! I'm leaving!" Right? Yeah. So he knew he had to show some kind of restraint with his emotion. So when they call my brother up and they're going about to sentence him or get rid of him, my dad stands up. It was like a deportation hearing. Yes, yes. My dad stands up and he goes, hey, you can't get rid of him. And the judge tells him, why not? You know, as, and he goes, because he's my son. But just by looking at my dad, you assume he's American Indian. So he's like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, we can't get rid of him, you know. He goes, can you prove it? He goes, yeah, I can prove it. He goes, okay, then show us your paperwork. My dad went down to the city, pulled up some documents, came back, and he goes, here's my son, American citizen. You can't get rid of him. And they're like, okay, well, shit, we, we can't we can deport this guy, right? The, the, what would be like the prosecuting attorney, right? The yes. attorney for um, the other side. The guy, from the, the way the story went, he, he was like, I can make you do all fucking 12 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> He let my brother walk out after six years. He, my, he jumped in my um, jumped in my dad's car. My dad brought him home. My brother was I don't know if it was meant, well he was estaba juntado right. Yeah. He had kids. Took him home and you know so it was a little bit different. You know that's probably why at this point I I, I don't I'm not a U.S. citizen. I have a permanent resident card and I don't really sweat it. You know even though my dad's already passed away and we didn't really have a connection, but I I don't really sweat it because of that. Yes. You know, I'll probably become a citizen um, after Trump gets um, after Trump um, after we get our next president. Yes, I do not want his signature on on, <laughs> on, on my paperwork. You know what I mean? Imagine yeah, you got your, you your paperwork and it's just fucking Donald Trump on it forever. Like, oh, that's the wrong president to be signing. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll wait on the application. You know? Yes. Or maybe apply now because it's gonna take a couple of years. Huh? So those are my those are kind of well. Just off the top of my head, from we were bringing up, those are my connections. We it wasn't as hard on us yes. as it was on my sister, and and my mom because to this day my mom still worries about immigration. You know, uh, two years ago, Mico cuidado, um, están agarrando gente en Los Angeles, está uh, la la migra allí, and I'm like, why do I gotta be careful? <laughs> it just that fear it's a, so it's it's just so deep in them yes. that. They're, they're fucking scared of immigration the way they're scared of landlords and the way they're, I mean, they just, any, I hate to say it. Any authority figure. Pretty any much. authority, and I hate to say it, out of ignorance. Out of freaking ignorance, you know? Yes. So, Crazy, man. Yes. Yeah, so, go, go for it. Continue, Doc. Continue. I'm sorry. Yes, so no, no. And uh, so, uh, also the, like, so that was my introduction to the immigration stuff. And then, um. And uh, on the on their uh, on their second uh, on the second episode on, on growing up undocumented, they talk about like uh, the transition from like high school to the workforce, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's crazy, man. Like uh, all this stuff, like uh, like uh, I I don't know why I never noticed this because I worked a lot of side jobs because I always wanted to try everything, mm-hmm. but I never paid attention to a lot of the employees because I was I was always a uh, happy-go-lucky guy and all like like we could do whatever we want but maybe the, that wasn't the case for everybody you know because mm-hmm. they couldn't they couldn't work wherever they wanted you know yeah and um my cousin jesse and danny uh one summer man they they were they wanted to see what the 
la, la pizca de uva was in Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. So they went over there for a summer. And I remember visiting them. I visited them twice as far as I remember. Could have been only once. But I remember how much of a dickhead the security guards and everybody that employed, was employed there was to everybody. And I remember talking to one like, hey, what the fuck's your problem? And everybody like, no, 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 no le digas nada. You know, nos van a correr a todos. And, and I'm like, dude, like, you can't talk to you guys like that, you know? But everybody yeah. like, no, no, no digas nada, you know? Yeah. But they're, they're assholes, bro, you know? Yeah. And, and that's how they treat people, like, like, like immigrants, you know? And again, uh, 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 out of the blue, like a, a taste of the shit that happens because if not, you don't see it, you know? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's happening right beneath you or beneath your eyes. For whatever reason, you don't notice it. And then the little the little times hate you like that. You're like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like really talking shit to people. And then these guys don't want you to say nothing. Like, no, no, no. Because I was just visiting my cousins, you know, I was looking for them. And, and the other the employee guys were like, no, 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 no le digas nada, no le digas, don't talk back, you know? Mm. And I do, like, you know I mean, that shit really bugged the shit out of me, bro. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I don't fucking get that. Why be a dick with them just because you can? Yes. You know, that, 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 that fucking, that does not make any sense at all. When, um, as an adult, I was, shit, I'm 43, I was... Shit, I want to say 30, 35 years old, right? Yes. So I'm working at the company I'm working at now because I've been over there. I've been with them uh, over 16 or 18. We're not 20 years. And I was already with them. And one day I get called up to HR. Whenever you get called up to HR, the first thing is like, man, was I driving too fast? Um, did someone complain? About I mean, it's the first thing you fucking think about. Yes. I go up to HR and she goes, hey, Chinook, um, you're... Um, resident card expired you, you can't work here <laughs> so I was like did I get fired and I'm like oh well hold on let me um, let me take care of this real quick right I went down to my supervisor I go dude I need a couple of days off he goes alright that's cool I don't think he knew that I kind of technically got fired <laughs> the HR lady was like okay well She's thinking like, oh, I have a, a renewed one. Let me get that for you. Yes. But it wasn't that. I was like, oh, let me take care of that. I'll be back. <laughs> so fucking, I jam. I um, next morning, I take off to downtown LA, the immigration building, right? Get in line, go in there, and I tell him like, hey, I need to renew this card, right? And um, the the guy goes, oh, well, you got to do this and this and this. And and I look at the guy. I mean, I look at the stairs. I go. I need to renew it now. I go, I can't go back to work because of this. I'm going to lose my job. And I told him the scenario. And he goes, well, you can do that. Okay, then I need to speak to your supervisor. And I, you know, I don't believe in no higher power, right? Being a Karen. Uh, no, I wasn't being a Karen. No? I was polite. Okay. I, I, I don't, don't raise my voice because you raise your voice to them. And, you know, especially the building they're in, the federal building, so. Highly armed guards, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was polite, but I, you know, you take it to the next level, right? Hey, can I speak to your supervisor? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And I don't believe in a higher power, right? I just believe that we make our own destiny. We, we, yeah. we fucking, you know, when I do something good, when something good happens to me, it's because I did something good, right? That made it happen. So they bring, um, how do I describe? A heavy set black girl, one of those really jolly ones. You know what I mean? Those are the ones that. Like, I want to I try her food, you know? Yes. So they bring her down. Author authoritative, but easygoing, you know? Yeah. 
So they bring they bring her in, and I'm and I'm, and I'm giving her a scenario. Oh no, I'm giving her a scenario. This is what's going on, and I really need to renew this. And she's looking at my information, and she goes, she goes, uh, you work for this company? He goes, yeah, yeah, I, I do. He goes, she goes, my son works there. I, I go, oh, okay. And he goes, is this your, your birthday? And she goes, yeah. He goes, that's the exact same birthday of my son. And I go, oh, that's, I, you know, and that was such a coincidence. And yes. I guess it, it, it made her think like, man, this could be my son too. Yes. And then she's like, okay, well, um, you got four hundred and fifty dollars with you. I go, yeah. I remember stopping in the bag and I pulled out a wad. I go, <laughs> I go. I might have to bribe some fucking people. So I fucked in their fucking pocket full of money. Yeah. And um, and she goes, okay. Well, um, let me do this. This okay. It's gonna be so much. I, I paid it. And I goes, okay. Here's your, uh, um, your your temporary card. It's got the revised number. And um, I go, all right, great, great. And I, and I was like, I was just so happy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, you know that wasn't supposed to happen, but it, but it fucking did. I leave. I go back to to H, I go back to HR. They're like, "Fuck, you, I don't think you work here no more." And I go, "Here, here you go. Here's that paper you needed." And you could tell she kind of had that like, "I don't gotta accept this from you," kind of thing. But you do have the right paperwork. Um, I I haven't filled out any paperwork, so it'd probably be illegal for me to fire you now that you have it. Yes. If I would have filled out the paperwork two days ago, you know, it would have been, it would have gone through. Filed the dismissed paperwork, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I I had it over to go back. All right, I'm ready to work. So if I can continue working. So um, that was like one of my, um, one of my, uh, well, my only negative uh, story that I had impact me directly, you know? But it, it was always that. That feeling of I'm untouchable. My dad's American Indian, and then like to some extent that you know that I, I'm not not that I'm untouchable, but um, as far as being deported, but, yeah, but but, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm not a paisa. You know you, what I mean? You're not exempt from yeah, other stuff. Exactly, exactly. So I still Crazy. got them. So you know, I, every, every once in a while I look at my card and be like, all right, I still got another four <laughs> years, and and, and I'll, I'll reapply for the for the next one like like months in advance you know no you have to man yeah yeah you can't let that that fucking shit happen so so i've had some experience like that that man you know crazy no and uh, i always tell people a lot of the shit that happens to us we we do it to ourselves or we allow it to happen you know oh yeah like expired stuff expired fucking insurance anything you know like i said we are our, our worst enemy or or we can be our own best friend. We make fun, we, we do things correctly. We do things on freaking time. You know what yes. I mean? So, like I said, that's why I say I don't believe in anything because I fucking, you know, we work fucking hard for them, you know? Yes. Yeah, very true, man. And uh, so, on the uh, on another part, they're talking about uh, the way their, their work was, you know? Mm-hmm. As uh, the fucking, um, <laughs> the fucking, you know, I'm talking about the Pura Cultura guys and uh, their series they have on a, uh, Growing up undocumented, how they would jump around job to job to job. Yeah, I remember they would be like, every time we got promoted, we had to go somewhere yeah, else. You yeah, know what because I mean? they look up your your numbers, you know. Yeah. And uh, bro, uh, uh, one thing I wanna I wanna say, and it fucking it really fucking bugs me that uh, in a lot of those situations, family or friends are the ones that are fucking over people undocumented, you know? because uh, as a delivery guy in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I would go to this warehouse, and everybody in the fucking warehouse was related somehow or the other. Uh, like the the supervisors, they were a couple. They were they had a pin pass cars, you know. So you know they made the most money. Yeah. Out of below the owner. Everybody else was like brothers, cousins. They were all related, bro. You know, and then uh, but 
I think one of the reasons a couple made a lot of money because they were screwing over everybody else. Like, uh, they wouldn't get raises. Uh, whenever there was a holiday, they were told that they had to make up that day because they got paid for it. And uh, there's so many shit like that. Uh, oh, oh, no tea. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling the guys, like, bro, you're getting jacked. They're cheating you. No, 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 no hagas escándalo, you know, estamos bien, estamos bien. Yeah. And I'm like, but dude, it's, it's too pariente, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no hagas escándalo, same thing, bro. And I'm like, like, how can they do that? Like, like just because you're balling, but you're screwing over people you know even, like, like, how do you have the fucking, the fucking makeup in you to do that? But like, they're doing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, with no second thought about it, bro. So it's crazy. You know what it is? I think inside of them, they're like, their thing is like, you were making shit. Now you're now you're able to send money back to your family. You're doing way, way better. So if I'm going to take a little piece off of it, yeah. you know, they don't feel bad about it because they feel they're doing better. You know, I think that's where... They justify it one way or the other, but yeah. still, like, it's tripped me out that they were all related, yeah. but the two supervisors, the ones that are really making money, but everybody else is getting, like, screwed over a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, You know what? I... I I had one job where um, they tried treating me like a fucking paisa, you know? Yeah. I remember when I got uh, laid off, it was like over 20 years ago, I got laid off, and then I found a, found a job. They, they needed me to rewire a hub. Not, not the whole hub, they wanted me to rewire like a, a section of it where, it, I don't want to speak any jargon, but they wanted me to do, do some wiring. And they hired me as a contractor. So they hired me, through a contractor, and they said, okay, we're gonna pay you through him. You know, He works directly for us, you can work for him doing this work for us. I go, cool, understood. So, so um, I'm in there, I, I um, uh, fill out my W-2 and everything, and you know, they're, they're fucking paying me. And um, it wasn't bad pay. And then I'm, I look at my pay stub, and on there it says medical. And I'm like, this is 100 bucks, and I'm like, what the fuck's this? And I tell the owner, I go, hey, what's this? He goes, I go, what's this medical? He goes, oh, you have a, a, a medical plan. I go, well, what is it? He goes, oh, it's, a, it's a, with Kaiser. I go, well, what is it? I need to see a doctor. Oh, it's a small plan. I go, what is it? You're taking money out of my check. Yes. Tell me what it is. And um, then he kind of fucking bullshitting me. And then I told him, I go, hey, bro, I'm not one of the regular employees. Look, oh, I'm, I, I, you know, um, we could go to the labor board and we'll fucking figure this out or, you know, stop fucking doing what you're doing, you know? And you know, you hit them with a different angle. A lot of people would be like, kaita, kaita, don't say anything, yeah, yeah. we're happy with it. But when you fucking hit them with, with fucking, you know. Something's gonna hurt their pocket or exactly, even their business. Exactly, and you know, I guess, I guess maybe he thought I, I just got out of prison or, or I don't know what it was. No, man, I got laid off. I used to work for a big company and, and then you know, I worked there a little bit then went to another big company. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he fucking tried doing that, you know, doing what I mean. And there's a lot of people that he was doing that to and no one fucking says shit. You know, mm-hmm. no one fucking questioning, like, what the fuck is this? And that was, that was fucking nuts. It's dude. insane for him to do that, like, with no fucking regret or no nothing, like, just fuck it, you know? Hey, hey, you know what, um, um, I am a believer of karma, and um, I remember um, hearing um, this guy was building a company, a cable company down in his country, uh, Guatemala, I forgot what it was, and it was like a, little, a little town, and he was, you know, building a cable company down there. And one day it rained and it wiped out the whole fucking road and that whole place just became, I mean, unreachable. Yes. And that was like his life work, you know what I mean? And then he ended up coming back 
trying to work here again, trying to rebuild that money that all that money that he lost, right? I remember hearing that and I was thinking, man, you know what? Shit, let's come back and fucking bite you in the ass, you know? Because yeah. he was doing that to a lot of fights. You know, right there at that place, he had at least 25 of them working there. And that was, he had multiple locations. So he know? built his nest on their backs, you know? Yep, yep. Or, or and made that, then, then that whole fucking place burned down. So, yeah. you know, I don't feel bad for it. For we, we do have to answer, like, for our, 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 our misdoings, you know? Oh, I, yeah. I believe so. At least uh, I've seen some uh, some uh, some examples, not as good as that, <laughs> or as bad as that. I mean, I don't know which way you want to see it. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I've seen some examples of that. But yeah, so. Hey, so, when, when, when you get older and um, um, they're like uh, doing their fucking tally on your Frankie, what's one thing that you know you're going to have to pay back? Uh, or, or are they going to make you write statics uh, that for? I, I, I got revenge on a lot of people, man. Really? Yes. And you're you're a vengeful person. And then uh, not only that. Oh no 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 no! no. Did you ever say you're a vengeful person? Yeah yeah I am. Okay, we're that's, I think that's my only flaw. Yeah. Besides, but 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 not just like vengeful, like premeditated vengeful. Like I, I'll wait, I'll wait for the opportunity. You know what I mean? Well, well yes, but I, I want to say that uh, three people, at least I say okay, three people. That uh, I wanted to get revenge bad on, life fucked them over before I got to them. Yeah. But so there were. It's those people that the worst thing I can do to you is let you continue living this fucked up ass life. Yes, you know what yes, I mean? yes. And uh, it's crazy. Like, like uh, so that that just tells me that they were just not assholes or thieves in my life. So they're, they're doing shit to other people too, you know? Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, so it's crazy. But yeah, if you know what it is, like, um, like say I had like a, I say I got jumped, but uh, I, I had a fight with one guy and they set me up and I got jumped. And you know, like, I, I can't remember shit. And I run into that person and their face will come back into my head. And like, oh, that's the fucking dude, you know? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, it's just there, you know, until like, I you do something. The, you see the red, you see the red. And until like, I do something about it, it's not gonna leave me, you know? Yeah. And so, but yeah, like, like I said, like, you know, so I think because of that, I'm probably going to hell. No matter how many good deeds I do in my life, I think ultimately they're gonna, the guy's going to say, you know what, man, fuck. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're here at the pearly gates and you still can't get over it. What the fuck's wrong with you, right? Yeah, so, so, I mean, but I'll take it because I breathe a little easier every time I pay back somebody for something, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, but I'll say that I've never been a bully in my payback. Mm-hmm. Like, were I a bully where I'm getting revenge no matter what? Those three people that I found, that life I just fucked them over. I would have just added to it if I were a bully. But since they were all fucked up, one was a druggie. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I was like, fuck, what the hell? Like, the fuck, life, you know, like took this away from me, you know. But hey, <laughs> yeah, I think too, it's too just karma. So yeah, so I think that's the main thing that we're we're so I'm out to answer for. But other than that, like, I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know. I'm a good person, man. Uh, I I um I try to think I am, but uh, you, you know I I don't know what it is when I when I get to the fucking you know well see I don't even believe in that so yeah. you know when it gets to the end of the line and they're like all right you know let's fucking you know do the the math on him and let's see where this guy I don't I don't know what it is that they're gonna say that you know what you should not have fucking done this um, I don't know uh-huh. that's what I'm saying like there's so much gray area. And, but for me, it's a, the revenge thing, you know? Yeah. 
But revenge has helped me survive a lot of shit, you know, like, where like, I can't die right now, I gotta give these people back, you know? <laughs> Help me, Robin Williams. <laughs> oh man, it's fucking... <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Help me, Goodwill Hunting. Let, let's get him, uh, Miss... Miss Doubtfire? Miss Doubtfire just kicked some ass. <laughs> oh, uh, man. You know what? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, you, uh... You, you like sharing your food, Frankie? Uh, I, you know what I do because I pick at other people's food. Oh, all right. So, so you're you're kind of like like I'm a community. Remember, I always say that community food, community food. Well, I, you know, you say that because you don't want to feel bad that it's my food. If I ordered the the, the platter for the, like six people, the big ass sampler. My <laughs> wife and I used to go to El Torito, right? We used to live on the corner. Yes. Not the Acapulco's up here uh, when we lived in Azusa. Uh, the one that closed down, which actually is an in and out now. And we, we didn't live that far from there. So we'd go in there, we sit at the bar, and we would get the sampler. And the guy would bring it, a big oval plate. Yes. And then he would bring like six small plates. And we're like, do you see fucking six people here? <laughs> so what he's telling us is, this is for six fucking people. And we're like, no, we don't even need that. My wife and I just straight out ate out of it, you know, because it's just us two. And we would eat the whole fucking thing, you know? So uh, what I'm getting at is, um, as the fellas, they were talking about this, is, is do you like to share your food, you know? Yes. And I fucking hate sharing my food. The guy, the guy that brought the subject up, yes. they said I'm, I'm bad with names right now, you know? But uh, the guy that brought the subject, he goes, he goes, I won't share. He goes, I, would, I do not share. I do not like fucking sharing. Because when I get up, I'm going to be like, hey, does anybody want some tacos? I'm going to go get tacos, okay? Yeah. You have the same opportunity that I do to get as many tacos as you want. I'm going to go fucking grab them. I'm going to bring them back. And we're all going to have, I'm going to have six or eight. You know, you can have whatever it is you want. And everybody, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll bring them. And I'll start eating. And someone will be like, my, oh, my wife, <laughs> she'll be like, oh, um, los quiero probar. You know, Let I me wanna, try it. You know? I, I want to taste it, right? And I'm like, we've been to this place 600 times. You know what they taste like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, 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 and you should have told me that I would have fucking brought you some because yes. I say, oh, I'm, I, when I'm doing my calculations, okay, I'm going to eat eight. Or that's, that's, that's enough. That's enough, right? But when she grabs one or two, like, oh, I'm not full. I didn't eat as many as I wanted <laughs> to, right? That bugs the shit out of me. I do not like sherry, especially because I, I give you the opportunity to get your own fucking tacos, uh, yeah. you know? <laughs> that bugs me, dude. Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, my wife and I, what we do a lot, we'll buy food, our own kind of food. Yeah. And we eat half and then exchange plates, you know? Mm. Like, uh, like, I don't mind sharing. Only one time, bro, did I get pissed when somebody ate my food. But my reason is, uh, like you said, anybody want anything? I bought uh, burger hamburger specials. Mm -hmm. Well, let, let, let me throw the whole fucking story. <laughs> I had surgery. Uh -huh. After surgery, you go liquids, color liquids, fucking soups, shakes, and then you get your soft foods, right? So that's where I am. I bought hamburger specials for a whole household food. It must have been like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I bought myself some chili cheese fries because they're mushy and I let them sit there. So I'm about to start eating. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna go wash my hands. Then I'm in the restroom. Oh, and I gotta use the restroom. 
come back out, my chili fries are gone. Like, everybody picked at them, fool. And it looked like birds picked at it because you know, everybody must have stuck their forks in there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I bought everybody food. Like, why? That's the one time I, I ever considered catching a case, you know? <laughs> so, so, so I'm assuming this was recent? Uh, it wasn't this surgery, but uh, one of my lap bands, you know? Oh, the lap band, okay. And it was, it was the other side, you know? Oh. But what pissed me off that I bought burger specials for everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. And I bought myself chili cheese fries, and they destroyed my chili cheese fries. And I'm like, really? Like, really? Yeah. That day, I was like mad, bro, like insane like <laughs> oh, shit. it was gonna be the first food i ate in like weeks you know yeah we're looking forward to that right i do so much man and and yes so so it was a double negative you know i bought food and then they ate my food too <laughs> like bro hey sorry go ahead man <laughs> no, no 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 the, the point is to talk i'm gonna get i'm gonna get them back <laughs> see? i have them bro see i have <laughs> bad memories yeah man they don't leave me man like oh, that worries me, Frankie. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I don't like sharing. The guy was telling me, he goes, I, I do not like sharing my food. Well, my wife, um, I'll, I'll share when she has a plate of her own, right? Yes. Where she said, oh, yeah, I'm, 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 getting some, uh, I'm getting something. All right, cool. And then, oh, what does that taste like? Well, go over and try it, and I'll reach over and grab some of yours if I'm interested or whatnot. Yes. But when they say, no, I don't want a thing, and them eating two tacos is 25% of your plate, when they could have got some, yeah. that bugs the <laughs> shit out of me. So I've uh, I've um, adopted the the fucking the 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 idea that whenever she orders something, I just double it. I just fucking double yeah. it so that she and then she you know, she's like, why did you get me more? I go, well, it's fucking years of suffering from you taking because you only <laughs> want two tacos, and then when when you eat them and you want more, two of yours, they're two of mine. <laughs> So I just got you four. If you don't want them, don't fucking eat them. You know? And some french fries in the middle. We, we make a comfortable living. We could afford two tacos extra, you know? <laughs> so that bugs the fucking shit out of me, dude. I, I like what you used to tell me that I like I like to order those platters because then I could say, well, actually, I didn't order a meal for myself, so right. it really doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. If it's someone else's food, I didn't eat nothing. <laughs> if, if I was picking up someone else's, yeah. <laughs> I like that line, man. Right. Like, it works, right? It really, it really does hit, hit home, you know. <laughs> well, man, you know, and that, I think that's a thing in in other couples, you know. A, a lot of there's always one somebody in the couple that doesn't like to share, you know. And, and like, like say you've been you're a new couple and you go out and you're like, oh, she wants to buy tacos, <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? Five years go by, and you're like, hey, man, fucking shit, get your own fucking tacos, right? <laughs> Ten years go by. You should not have this problem. You should be like, I fucking know what you're going to fucking do. I know you're going to take two of my tacos. I'm going to fucking <laughs> get you two tacos and two extra tacos so that you don't got to fucking ask me for When we go to Flacos, yes. when we go to Flacos, two tacos, two tacos, man. They, you know what? No, no I'm going to get you four. And then, and because I know, I know what's going to happen. If I get mad after being with her for more than 10 years, which we have, I'm the fucking idiot for still getting mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like tell everybody, I'm surprised you're surprised. You know, after, <laughs> after so many years of doing the yeah. same shit, you know? You should know by now. You should you should, you should know who you're married to, you know? Yes. Very, very few things should surprise you. And if you're still mad, it's because you're lazy, allowing yourself to get mad or you're not anticipating, the, you know? Anticipate uh, the failure, you know? Especially of a reoccurring uh, situation, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty good. 
Hey man, uh, I looked up this. Uh, there's a e, there's a. Yeah, go for it. Bring it. Oh no, no, there's yeah. a there's an e e-commerce site called Italic. Uh huh. And uh, is uh is offering high end unbranded stuff on, <coughs> on their website, but you have to pay a hundred dollars membership like Costco, you know. Mm-hmm. You know uh, how Costco they a lot of stuff they sell. It just been rebranded. It's, it's, it's high grade or mid level to high grade stuff. I, I agree, man. Um, <laughs> check this out. One of my buddies, one of my buddies goes. We went to a um, tequila tasting party. Yes. He goes and I took Costco tequila, and I won. <laughs> <laughs> I go, well, hold on. Or was it vodka? One of the two. He yes. goes. He goes. I took. I took the, the Costco brand. He goes, and I fucking want. I go, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, he goes Costco's a, a good brand, you know? Yes. And so so when you say that, I fucking believe you. Yes, and, and I judge Costco by uh, by golf balls. Mm-hmm. That are the golf balls they sell, man. They're uh, Titleist, which is a, the, the prime name in golf balls. Mm-hmm. They sued Costco for their patent, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they didn't win. So that's how good Costco balls are considered, you know, like, Quality ones. They're so close to what what they're making well, what that they could, they could they had the, the not the rights but the idea that they can sue them because it was so close. Yes, and uh, and and they lost the, the lawsuit, but that's how good their golf balls are. And their golf balls are like twenty bucks, and the other ones are like forty eight dollars a twelve pack. You nice. know, you, you don't mind uh, hitting some Costco balls, some name, some fucking. I bought uh, I buy them for like my son or or mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. but because I, I'm stuck on my own brand that. In my in my mind, I believe it makes me a better golfer or a higher percentage golfer. Man. I use Bridgestone Golf, and I used it before Tiger. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Right. So, anyways. Okay, go for go, go, go. There's a so there's there's e-commerce site. They offer a lot of stuff that uh, that makes a high end, like I said, high end bags, shoes, and and, uh, and clothing or even stuff for your house. But they sell you their stuff with no brand name on it, mm-hmm. and for like a smaller percentage of the of the name brand, like Burberry or 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 a, a high end uh, bag. Is is there a market for that? Because I see people people buy brands yes for the brand to say, look at this is what I have on, right? Yes. And if it's missing the fucking brand, I, I've seen people with like fucking Dodger hats. And um, they leave those stickers on the fucking Dodger the hats. The shiny shit? The shiny shit. I think that is the stupidest fucking thing ever. Corny is to me. Yeah. And and not only that, my buddy, uh, he goes, oh, my stickers got old. So I bought you stickers and I put them on there. And I go, what the <laughs> fuck? He goes, yeah, you, you buy stickers and you put fucking oh, stickers man. on. I'm like, holy shit, yes. man. So, so um, it, doesn't that defeat the purpose? Is, it, is there a market for the people that want... Well, uh, there there is a market for it. That's why uh, it's growing, and uh, at least for now, their concern is that uh, the name brands are going to start saying, "Hey, man, we're losing a lot of volume." But so far, uh, that's not the case. As far as me, man, you know, I've always bought a lot of stuff that's a little more expensive than normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's, when you like when it comes to like sunglasses, for whatever reason, right ties. now, in the last few years, I've been. Uh, Blacking out my logos on my sunglasses. I buy jackets. I bought a, a, a I have two jackets that are made of Obama jackets. Mm-hmm. I put the 44 on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, I only put it on one. But anyways, but uh, it's a it's a brand that makes purses. 
But uh, I bought a jacket that, that doesn't have logos on the outside. It has them on the, on the inside, you know? Mm -hmm. Because uh, I don't like showing logos, you know? Like, like I want to buy stuff for me, not to show off, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. People have called me out on it. Like, they see it and they know. But to me, that's just, uh, I'm, I'm happy that they know. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> right, right? but it's very few. And I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, it's just. Usually you get called out for that. That's fake. This guy's calling you out. That's real. No, it's not real. It's fake. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's don't, exactly. Say it's, don't say that. I, I'm like, don't worry about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they call me out on my glasses or the jacket. They're like, hey, man, I, I seen those jackets. They're like, dude, leave me alone. You know, it's my Obama jacket. Yeah, I think the dude was giving you shit about it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, about blacking them out. Yeah. But I had some, like, some D&G looks. I did that, too. I put black tape on the logo, you know, yeah. because it's a big chrome logo. Anyways, uh, for me, it's a thing because I feel embarrassed, maybe, or not embarrassed. Yeah, kind of embarrassed or why? I don't know, man. Like I, I just want to buy stuff for myself, not to show. And then, uh, and and, or, and and maybe because as a as a youth, I overspend out of my, you know, oh yeah, yeah I, I out of my my price range. Yeah. So I feel even though I'm not overspending now. I feel kind of like, like childish maybe, even though like, I don't know, uh, even though I'm using cash now and not credit, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's weird, it's, it's a weird, it, I, I don't like to accumulate logos, like, like remember I told you, like, I, I, I don't know why, man, it's, it's weird, you know, mm -hmm. I got over the watch thing, you know, yeah, yeah, like, uh, so yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, famous people, they like to dress like bums, yeah, but a lot of the clothing they're wearing is, is, it's uh, high end stuff. It's high end stuff. They just look like homeless people, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so according to this article I read, it, it is a thing. It is and it it's expanding, you know. So I just hope they don't get shut down. But but they sell like like high end stuff without logos, you know. So it's pretty cool. It's like they're doing the Costco thing, in other words, you know. Okay. And you gotta buy pay for a hundred dollar membership a year and. Well, you can guarantee they're not gonna steal shit from you for you know. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, you're yes. the last one to get robbed. <laughs> And, and, and that's a sad thing, though, that people look for logo and then they decide to jack your nine. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? Um, commercials fucking work. Yes. You know, um, like um, to this day, man, I um, I really like Irish Spring because I remember when I was young, those fucking commercials, like, they got me at the right time where that fucking <laughs> Irish dude yes. right there fucking the sheep herder. And he got his knife and he would cut the ivory, the fucking soap in, in the middle and it would be like all squirty on the inside. Yes. And he would smell it. He like, he, he, I forgot what he would say, but he would smell it. And I was like, that's bad. I want to smell like that, dude, right? <laughs> I, and that's back in the days when, when all the, or like our parents would use fucking zest. Zest was the fucking, For the paisa soap, dude. You, you could take a shower and then use it to wash your fucking clothes with a little fucking, the little scrubbing board, you know, like the, like the jaboncito. Every once in a while, we'll go, we'll be balling, we'll buy Dove. <laughs> <laughs> right. Other than that, it was this, like yeah, a giant yeah. bar was this. Yeah, yeah, big fucking. So I remember, I remember seeing that. And uh, to this day, I was at the store the other day and I saw a fucking Irish Spring and I go, fuck, I gotta get some of that. I fucking grabbed it and I go, I'm gonna fucking cut this thing. So... Before you got here, I'm, I'm fucking, um, I'm, in the sh I'm in the shitter, about to take a shower. I pull out my pocket knife, and I'm cutting fucking, like, like little pieces, right? Like, little strips, and my, uh, my, it's not a washcloth, it's like a wash pocket, where on the outside, it's like, yes. it's, it's real, real rough. It's like, um, like fucking Brillo almost on the outside, yes. right? It's like real tough material. For your knees and, and elbows. Well, but I use it on my body, even on my face, dude. 
So I I, um, I unstitched it and I started fucking throwing soap in there, right? So I don't gotta like re soap it. I said, mm. So I fucking cut the whole average spring <laughs> soap and I fucking throw it in there. And I'm like, man, just like the commercials. So fucking commercials are, are fucking powerful because if they get right in you, that brand is gonna stick with you forever. Yes. There's no reason I should be using that soap. My skin is way too dry to be using Irish spring. I fucking know it. And, but the commercial's so strong that I'll fucking do it even against my own fucking, <laughs> my own good, you know? Yeah. The point of that is that, 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 People fucking follow brands. If these things don't have brands, I figure fuck. They're probably not gonna have a big following because you know how how do you how do you make a commercial for a brandless jacket? You know what I mean? Yes. You know how how, how do you how do you sell that stuff? Uh, I just think there's enough people that uh, that want to floss without showing it. Hey, I've been saying flossing in a long time. What's up, <laughs> bitches? Get my ghetto card back. <laughs> <laughs> and you use it right, too, Frankie. Yes. So yeah, uh, I think there's enough people that wanna buy better stuff and not be flashing brand names, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, yeah, so that's a, that's why it caught my attention because um, I should start looking in here because again, like I don't like showing brand names, you know. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so if you <laughs> I don't wanna see floss again, but you know. Well, Anybody? hopefully there's a market for it because yes. it, it it makes sense. So look up the the site I tell it, guys for anybody that wants to. Be uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, well, if, if you want to be fabulous, fabulously average, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Superbly average, or undercover. Pimping undercover. There you, know? you go. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, man. All right, Perm. We're at the we're at the end. Oh shit! We're fucking. We went, we went a little bit overboard, man. Subjects are good. Subjects are good. All right, um, you guys. Uh, you know what? I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Ceviche Joe, man. Uh, he hasn't. I haven't really seen him post too many things. And uh, I wanna, hey man, um, what's going on, bro? We gotta get together, have some beers, loco. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, remember, uh, on Sunday, uh, September sixth. Yes. That's a Sunday, seven a.m. at the Pico Rivera Golf Course. See if you guys, uh, if you guys can keep up with the fat guy and the and, uh, and Frankie over here. Hey, now you're the, like, you know, I'm the fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still, I still weigh more than you, man. But you're taller than me, so. Yeah. So yeah, and. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Kickback Podcast because I know I, I put my five cents into one of their subjects or two. Oh, yeah. And the Pura Cultura guys, the, the guys always bringing it, man. And uh, the, these episodes really hit home, man. You know, it gives me some some crazy memories, you know. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to um, Ask the Fellas. Enjoy, enjoy, the, enjoy the podcast. Um, real quick, uh, if you guys are familiar with Noelia, she was on our... Um, a couple episodes of our podcast. Yes. And we told her, you have an open invitation. She hasn't, she hasn't called back. <laughs> she hasn't called back. And uh, I go, maybe she's too busy. She's too busy to be on our podcast. While she's on the, on the, on the Chicago Shovel podcast. So apparently she's not too busy. <laughs> so uh, I know, you, I know um, like my wife and my daughter were like, you guys got to get Noelia back on. We really like her. So you guys, if you get like Noelia, go to the, the Chicago Shovel podcast. Yes. Uh, she's on with Ramon, with her brother. On uh, the last episode, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't want to be uh, uh, those guys that that show up uninvited, but I, I want to come to one of the, the the family dinners, man. I'm sure those are interesting as hell <laughs> because every time Noelia and her brother get together, man, I I love their exchanges, man. I I, I want to go to the black funeral. So they were talking about. Man, yeah, I want to yeah. try some greens. Yeah, some uh, some good some some good cue. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's uh, we come to the end, uh, everybody. 
Don't forget to spay and neuter the lazy. We're all guys. Peace.